Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. And they say behind every great man is an even better woman. Oh, gosh, yeah. And today's guest is definitely that. It's the lovely Christine McGuinness. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, you look great. You're a race. That's true. Sorry, Paddy, but you know. Jenny was saying, both of us earlier, you know, it might be this and that, but you're carving out your own thing and doing amazing. Oh, thank you so Mm -hmm. much. It's been a long time coming, I think. You know, as many of us know, being a stay-at-home mum, it's not all that glamorous. And now, my eldest children, my twins, they're six, they're at school. Um, my youngest, she's three, she's in nursery. And I just thought, it's my time, it's my turn to Yay. do something with these yeah. couple of hours that I've got. So, yeah, it's all good. So, today, we're going to be discussing what it's like to be a parent of a child with special needs. And we're joined by the brilliant Christine McGuinness to tell us all about her life as a parent of autistic children. We're delighted that we're able to tell you about Brilly. It's spelt B R I L I when you go to look for it. It's an app that supports children in their time and task management and helps to set and manage those all-important routines. So it's great for morning routines, which can be really hectic, homework, chores and bedtime. You allocate a time frame for a certain task and when it's done, you simply swipe to complete it. Now, we know it can be a struggle to get kids to focus on the task in hand, so within the app, there are loads of tools to help. From the visual timer to speech prompts, you can even customise rewards, so it gives them something to aim for. The app can be downloaded from the App Store or Google Play and you can sign up for a 30-day free trial now. The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. You talk very openly about being a stay-at-home mum and and everything with that but also for you it's been a different experience because obviously the twins have autism and you've been very open about that, talking about the awareness, uh, getting awareness out there. I think you've been pretty significant actually. You've really raised awareness to, to a, a huge... I think it's just so important. I think, you know, I, I hate to admit I knew absolutely nothing about autism before I had my children and it hit me quite hard because I knew nothing about it. So the more I looked into it, I researched it and I understood that there was absolutely nothing we could do to help this condition. This is a lifelong condition. It's never going to go away. All we can do is talk about it and help other people understand and by other people understand and that's going to help my children in the future. So it was a no-brainer really to talk about it as much as I can. How how did it happen, Christine? Because Leo and Penelope are six. Yeah. So um, I believe that you can't diagnose autism quite early on. It's not something that's that straightforward. So it how just did it come depends. To well, they were three and a half, but it just depends how obvious it is. Um it, it can be diagnosed earlier on, depending on how strong the symptoms and the signs are. I think paediatricians are always just quite wary of giving a diagnosis too early, just in case it might be a sibling copying off an elder sibling that could have some kind of special needs. Um, so they're just wary of, of giving out a wrong diagnosis. They won't want to do that. So, yeah, the twins were three and a half. Mm. Um, it was when they started nursery, we noticed that they weren't doing everything what the other children were doing and um, they didn't eat solid food they didn't 
speak. They were non-verbal until they were four. There was no eye contact. Their expressions were really quite quite solemn. They didn't laugh an awful lot. Um, there was no communication. They were really oversensitive to noise and light, um, textures like... The other children were covered in paint and, you know, playing in all messy yeah. play and, and ours would get really upset by things like that. And we didn't realise this was all signs of autism. We just thought we had two big softies. Mm-hmm. And I think because they'd always just been with me, I did blame myself at the beginning. I thought it must be something I've done. Maybe I haven't done enough. Maybe I didn't take them to enough play groups or because my husband went back to work when they were four days old. And... I was a very, very over-the-top protective mum. They were my first babies and twins. And, yeah, I just wrapped them in cotton wool. And so so when I took them into this new environment that was really busy with other children and seeing the differences there, at first I was just convinced it's because they've just been at home with me and that's what it is. You know, they just need time to mix and build up the confidence. But as time went on, it was becoming more and more obvious that the development gap between my twins and the other children was just so big. Um, We spoke to the nursery about it and they recommended getting some speech and language therapy and that's where it started. From there, we were passed on to a paediatrician and, yeah, eventually they were diagnosed with autism. And you've done amazing things, I have to say, because I've been to a couple of your fundraisers, but what you're doing for autism, uh, is ju- I think it's incredible and, and hat off Thank to you. you, honestly, Christine, because, you know, there are people out there who, you know, they might they might have their, you know, children with autism in, in a similar position like yours, but but don't really do anything about it because they want to be private. And that's, you know, I respect it's a that. Difficult but thing to talk but about. for yeah. you to decide to do it, I think it really yeah. is a significant, yeah. you know, step that uh, we all appreciate, whether, you know, whether we're familiar with people I mean most of us if we haven't we all know somebody who's got children with autism now and also you know it's recognized more and that's amazing because people like you have really helped with that yeah I just felt like the awareness was there when I asked people you you came to one of my events and there was 400 people in the room at we do a twinkle ball yeah I went to Um, your first one yeah Mm. I did yeah yeah. (laughs) we had a big table because it was the radio station that Paddy had been working at so we did we came to your very first one one. at the Hilton well you you seen out so so I asked everyone in the room to raise their hands if they'd heard about autism and pretty much everyone raised their hands. When I asked everyone to raise their hands if they understood autism, Mm -hmm. there was 10 women in the room that raised their hands and I knew who that table was. They were all mums of autistic children and I think that just really, really showed everyone in the room this is why I talk about it so much because yes, we've all heard of it but still no one's fully understanding it. And I don't think anyone ever will truly understand it unless you've got autistic children or autistic siblings. Um, You just can't tell anyone enough what it is like day-to-day living with autistic children. Mm -hmm. Um, Often the children do get labelled as difficult. A very good friend Mm -hmm. of mine, her son... Um, she's a teacher and he as a, a small child he's, um, he's six he's the same age as my daughter he was very difficult yeah. labelled very difficult and she started to think there's something else here you know Yeah. and um, she didn't have a great journey with getting him diagnosed and getting help so much so that now she is going to what they call this parenting class 
mm. because they think she needs it. She's felt uh, uh, she's had quite a negative experience. Okay. I know that. But he was always labelled as difficult. And as a mum, she found that very hard, like picking him up from nursery. Um, being told, you know, he'd been awkward, he'd, he sort of used to have temper tantrums, yeah. things upset him very easily. Um, and now, obviously, he is diagnosed and he's at primary school and gets a lot of support. But I think it's like you were saying, because people don't actually understand it. Yeah, they and, don't and it's different in and... everyone, you know, all autistic children and adults will display it differently. And mm-hmm. I think that's why I found very fascinating with autism is that you can have so many different symptoms yet come out with the same diagnosis and that just goes to show how big the spectrum is. Yeah. So our youngest daughter, Felicity, who is three and a half and she is not diagnosed yet, she's displaying her signs differently to the twins did. She can speak, whereas the twins didn't, so she is verbal already. Her eye contact's not bad. She's quite good at reading emotions, whereas that's something that most autistic people may struggle with. So there's many parts of Felicity that would pass as being a normal average child, but then she's extremely difficult, and and I hate to use that word myself because it's my daughter, but I know there is other signs there. She's tiptoeing, she doesn't like noise, she's really sensitive to noise, um, Mm. sensitive to texture, she's very strict with her routine. And again, people that don't know about autism will think, oh, maybe she's just spoiled or she's just bossing you Mm. about. She's, you know, I've heard it all. Oh, she's she's just a diva. She's a girl. She's allowed to have a tantrum if she wants to. And all of this is dismissing a diagnosis which just makes the journey so much more difficult for any parents and it makes you have to fight so that when my daughter does go to school, she's understood and Mm. she's not dismissed as just being naughty or difficult. I don't want that for her. So we are going to go down the route of getting another diagnosis for Mm. Felicity. You talk about, you know, you're never prepared for it. Of course you're not. And then you mentioned routine in there. I've seen a lot of different posts from you in the past. I saw one quite a long time ago. I was telling Jenny about McDonald's. Yes. The beige food yeah. and how it was shut that day. Yeah. And it caused all sorts of chaos. You talked about after Christmas, the tree coming yeah. down. Mm. Routine is something that is really, really important with every parent. But when you've got children with autism, it's, it's on a different scale, it's isn't everything. it? Yeah. So every single day in our life is built with routine and structure. And when that doesn't go to plan, like that day, I said, come on, kids, it's Saturday. So we're going to go to McDonald's and this is a day that's on the calendar. They love McDonald's, I think, because it doesn't change. It's all beige food and it always tastes the same. And no matter where you go in the world, McDonald's is Mm. the same. So a lot of autistic people tend to really like McDonald's. It's like a safety zone for them with food. Yeah. Um, They know they're going to like it. They know it's not going to taste different. And the texture, the smell, everything's going to be the same. So we went this day and it it was closed. So that resulted in... A good. It was a good week of them being unsettled and having meltdowns and getting upset. That and this wasn't because they were being spoiled that they didn't get a McDonald's on a Saturday. It was because well, the routine well, had been broken. We, that's what we do on a yeah. Saturday. Yeah. So we had to wait until the the week after to start it again. And and that can happen every single day. There can be something. Just to tip the balance the and then yeah. that's it. And then, But then the, the reaction can go on. It's not just for a few, like 10 minutes. It's hours. It could affect, yeah. affect the children for, for hours or days. Yeah. hours. You know, I mean, it's such an education, you know, to to someone like me because also you, you kind of write people off by saying, oh, 
it's a little bit off the spectrum or, oh, you know, there are ways of dealing with it. But I think, like you say, people don't appreciate because they don't understand that 24-7, you know, uh, you, you, you have to become an expert. You have to. You, have to, you can't yeah. rely... For me, Christine, would you honestly say you can only rely on yourself, really, can't you? You do the due diligence, oh, yeah. you do the research. Yeah, definitely. You've got to do it yourself, haven't you? You've got to. And I think, you know, I've had so many people say on social media, usually, oh, well, it's all right for you. You've probably got six nannies and, you know, yeah. it's all right. You've got money. No, I haven't, actually. I have to do it myself. Yes, I have looked into childcare in the past and I've tried it. It hasn't worked for us because... I then have to teach somebody else every single detail about my children. It just seems easier to do it myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not ruling that out. And I think people that do have childcare, good for them. You know, everyone needs space. And I've got my mum to help at weekends, so I do get a break sometimes. And when my husband's home, that's great as well. Mm. Um, I just make my free time, like, you know, the most of it when they're at school. But it's, it's so difficult trying to get somebody else to understand my three children who are all completely different it's so i mean it can be overwhelming for you yeah. and i think it's important you know that you uh, and you look so grounded and uh you, you've not let things get to you and um you can't, you can't. I and you i can't. think there's no there's no one else who can raise my children or do what i'm doing not because i think i'm fabulous or perfect i'm not i make mistakes as well and there's times where i i we'll try and shift the routine I'll go oh, maybe we'll just try a different place center just to try and see and it might just tip them over the edge and you've just sort of got to take it on the chin when it goes wrong and go right okay well we tried you know you can't let it get to you but it's just this this is my parenting journey is different to other people's I can't change no. it so I might as well just accept it for what it is and go with it but I'm so, so thankful that these children are mine. I know it sounds like the hard work, and yeah, they are, but I don't know any different. No. And they've made me appreciate everything so much more than I ever thought I would. I've got so much more patience that, well, I didn't even know I had patience before. <laughs> 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 I mean, and now no. apparently I've got patience yeah. because I have yeah. to. But you would have realised yeah, that because yeah. it's the norm for you. I tell you what I thought was a, a, a lovely thing to see as well uh, was when you went on holiday. Yeah. And, you know, for things, again, we take it for granted. Yeah, we're going on a trip, great, yeah. let's all have a yeah. nice time. And but we all you, know, was, don't we, about kids on planes, yeah. our, you know. but So going on holiday, for our children to deal with such a change in routine, a different environment, they'd never stayed in a hotel, they'd never stayed anywhere where it wasn't their bed sheets, you know, their home comforts, everything was different. Like, you know, you've got to think about the plates, the cutlery, everything. Well, at home, they have exactly the same. We talk as much as possible with us. <laughs> there was some definite, like, extra luggage going on. Um, but they got on this aeroplane, there was some hesitation, but to get on that aeroplane, we had done three years of visits to the airport. Mm. Three years wow. of keeping it consistent. And at first, we went we went to the um, the, the you know the park where you can watch the aeroplanes come in and land. And the first time we went, they wouldn't get out of the car; they just watched out the window. We kept going back until eventually they would go and they would stand by the fence with all the plane spotters. They had the ear defenders on, and we we just got to that point where. They said, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll go on an aeroplane. So as soon as they said, yes, wow. we will do it, oh. that flight was booked and oh. we went. We'd done a weekend. We didn't want to do a week mm, no. because we didn't know how it would go. And I think a weekend is enough for now. Yeah. Um, I think we will do it again. I mm. think hopefully this year we'll try again. 
but yeah, we'll keep it short because it, as much as we've done it and it was amazing, it was very, very difficult and there was a lot of prep to go there. And on the prep and the routine, we're, the podcast, we're working with an app called Brilly, which is like, um, it's a worldwide app and it's all about routine and they kind of aim it at parents with, with autism. Did you use anything like that? How did you, because you've got to be extremely organised when you become a parent, but then when it goes to another level, your children have got autism, Mm. that's a whole different scale of things. Yeah, so I use a visual calendar. That's what I've always used and that's what I still do. I um, I, I made this calendar before I knew they were autistic. I just figured out that using pictures seemed to work with them. Right. Um, The communication wasn't there, but visually with pictures, I would take photographs of, like the water bottle, the favourite packet of crisps, and there was a picture of um, their iPad. And I moved those three items out of reach. Usually they were always there. So I moved them out of reach, put the photographs down, and at that time they would just cry because they couldn't speak, so they'd be crying. I could never figure out what they wanted, so I showed them the photographs and I would just point along and I'd get their hand and, and, and say this one, this one, or this one. Eventually they soon figured out that if they picked up a photograph of if their iPad and brought it to me, that was their way of asking for the iPad. Mm-hmm. Um, so we used pictures to communicate to start with and then that slowly built up into using a calendar. Um, it really helps well with my husband being away. So right now my husband has been away for three days. He's home tomorrow. So his photograph is on Friday. Oh, um, so, so they are. know. And they're because, prepared. Yeah, so they know daddy's going to come home tomorrow. Yeah. And, and it just... It helps them get excited about things rather than being anxious and asking questions. When's uh-huh. daddy home? When's daddy home? How yeah. many days? They just go and they have a look at the calendar and they can see that daddy's home on Friday. Wow. The Hot Mess Mums. Kelly Peg with Jenny Powell. So today we're working with a fantastic app called Brilly. Now, Brilly was developed back in 2015 by a Canadian father whose son was struggling with routines due to ADHD. Fast forward three years and the app is taken over by a small international team who all have family members with special needs. The brilliance of the app is that it's completely driven by people who have a real need for something like this. It's there to make sure that parents have access to the best support solutions and help the whole family to develop in the best way. The features are fantastic. You can customise your own routines to help with things like getting the kids ready for school in the morning or to encourage them to complete their chores and help them settle into bed that night. I've been using it with my daughter. Uh, She doesn't have autism, she doesn't have ADHD, but I find it really difficult to set routines and stick to them it can be really hard because life gets in the way and it's been really helping us Uh, on top of all of that you can get customised rewards so they've got something to work towards while they're completing tasks all kids love rewards it's a great way to get them on board isn't it Uh, and one of my favourite features is the dynamic timer now when you set time scales on certain tasks but you're running late the timer adjusts so you don't end up missing anything and you can get things back on track I think I need one just for me (laughs) it would be perfect Uh, it's not just an app for children with special needs like I say it is something that can come in handy for any parent we're loving it in our house Um, brilliant 
is raising awareness about routine importance, which I think every mum and dad knows it's critical when you've got kids to have routine and consistency. Routines help children develop independence. They help to eliminate that power struggle between parent and child. And they help to deal with stress, something we all know about, you know, getting things to happen on time, getting things done. We get a bit frustrated and impatient. Having an app to keep us on track can help keep that to a minimum. The app's $7.99 a month, but you can go and try it out for free for 30 days. Give it a go. See what you think. Simply download it from the App Store or Google Play and try it. Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Pegg and Jenny Powell. So who are your good friends? I mean, housewives aside, but I think, you know, if we're going to get this, you know, we're going to get you going, we're going to get you out there. Who who do you rely on? Who's your rock? Because, you know, you're, you're working very hard uh, at home and also Paddy's away a lot, etc. So, you you know, who's your rock? Oh, this is going to sound really sad. No, um, no. There's not a single person on this planet that I can tell my secrets to. There's not a single person is that, that I can ring up. How interesting that I ask that, because I just yeah. feel that, isn't it? Yeah, there's what? no one that I can ring up if I'm having a bad day. No one. Is that because of trust, not trusting yeah. people? You know, because obviously you're both very well known and that changes things for people mm. because you have yeah. to be careful Jenny knows about that that you know your private life has to try and you yeah have to my circle is can. very very small but even I mean I can name on one hand so I'm good friends with Tanya Barsley um Adam who I don't know if you've yeah. met Adam he's in the show now and again he's one of my closest friends and Tinella I absolutely adore um there's there's only those three people um, Jess Cunningham, love her. So four yeah. that I love and adore, mm. but I don't see them that often. We're no. not mega close where I would ring them up and, and share my problems. So I wonder where you've got that from. I wonder why you're like that. And have you always been like that? Yes. Mm. Yeah, always. It's and again, it's when when I learnt about autism, I think I understood a lot. You dealt with it. Because you, you look like, right, this is, you know, I've got to deal with this now. But it, yeah. I can tell already, just from where you've explained things and the way you've dealt with the issue, is that you've done it yourself. I've understood You didn't say, it, yeah. well, I went to speak to someone, and then I had to work, you know, and then yeah, my family. Yeah, no, I understood it. So I struggled at school. Um, I struggled to socialise. I struggled to make friends. I, I, I had um, anorexia as a teenager, not because... I wanted to be slim, but because I didn't like food, mm. um, I didn't like the smells, the textures. There's a lot that my children do that I understand because I was the same. I'm not saying I'm autistic, but I understand the traits because there's there's a lot of things that I struggled with too. And I think if you saw me in a room full of people, um, or if you saw me on my social media, you'd probably think she's full of confidence, she can hold her own, she's, you know, but... And no, I, I I don't have I don't have friendships I suppose like other people do because it is still something I really struggle with. Now, what really interests yeah. me sitting here with you is you know you look beautiful, you're really successful in your own I don't right. Feel beautiful. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, Christine. Uh, Christine. Yeah, Christine. I've got to say, I never want to call you a liar, but you're lying if you say. I washed my hair for three <laughs> yeah. days. Oh, it's a good look. Whatever it's a good look. You've managed to um, sort of establish a career, even though you were married to someone. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm married to somebody yeah. really famous. Um, you know, you've done that so well, Thank so you. well. But isn't it interesting how you, you you seem to be a real rock to others, uh, a pillar of strength, as it were? Um, I think it makes me, it does make me feel relevant, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I get so many messages on social media 
you know, from other mums really mm. asking for support, whether it's because they want to start their fitness journey and they don't know where to go with it, or if it's because they're struggling with their children, they might think that the children are on the spectrum and they're not sure who to contact. Um, and they'll come and ask me, and I'm not any kind of expert, and I always say to them, look, I'm not a paediatrician, but this is what I think. And there's been so many people that have wrote back to me and said, you, you really helped but to take that time it, it, out as well with yeah, everything else that we've good. just been talking about and yeah. to care for people and you don't shout about it. No, you I, don't. I, you know, no. you're, I think um, the post you put on about the fitness and you've been giving me advice today saying there's no excuse. <laughs> yeah. I'm a mum too and I do my workouts yeah. at home. You just have to change your time. You know, all that stuff's so real. But you, you, I would never know that you've done that. I don't there's, see you yeah, shouting about no, those things. No, no, and... no. There's so many. And I think it's not my story to shout about. And I'll only, you know, I'll help as much as I can. And like I said, it, it just, you get so much more from it. But I also, I understand myself very well. And I've got no problem in admitting that actually by helping other people with their problems, it takes it away from focusing on mine mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. So I'm not just sat, yeah. 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 you know, I'm not Love. just sat dwelling in my own Because that's stuff. easy. When you're yeah. a hands-on, stay-at-home mum, the stuff that's going on right there, right yeah. then, you're with it, Paddy's at work. Yeah. I know this. My husband's uh, away at the moment. He works away in the week. And, you know, it encompasses you. It becomes everything. It can and all of, yeah. It can. And, and you can, can actually start to resent yeah, and feel, exactly. like, very cross, very upset. Yeah. You know, I think last week I went through, every time Chris called... I shouted at him. I mean, I feel terrible about it, but I was just in a completely different place. I was dealing with a toddler that bites, hits and screams and scratches, a six-year-old that needs me and I couldn't give him my attention, and he was at work enjoying it. I hated him for it. Absolutely hated him that week. Yeah, no, I totally It's because I wasn't focusing on anything else. Mm. So he's been filming Top Gear recently, as we know, and I was over them. I really, really wanted him to get this job. It was his dream job. He loves cars. And suddenly, every other month, he's like, oh, I'm just going to Portugal to film Top Gear. I'm just going to Cyprus to film Top Gear. And I did end up resenting him. I was like, but you mustn't I punish yourself. holiday. Yeah. And, and I'm looking at it like a holiday. I know he's working, but I'm like, I haven't had a holiday. No. Yeah, so then eventually we agreed that I would have some little mummy breaks. And I've, I've, I had, last year, I had three weekends away and it was just, it was lovely. And it, the first one filled me with dread. I cried my eyes out. I hated it. I'm scared of flying anyway. And it was awful. The second one, I just thought, okay, they survived last time. Yeah. So, yeah, they had too much chocolate and the routine was all over the place. And I paid for it for two weeks after, but I sorted it. Mm. So I enjoyed the second one. By the third one, I was counting down the days. I was like, where yeah. am I going away? <laughs> you have to do it. Yeah, right. I want to see a lot. I want to see you doing it a lot more. And yeah. next time, take Kelly with you. We all deserve it. We do. You've got to do it. It's got to be guilt free, though. You have to. And like you said, it took three trips to get to that point. But I will do it again and I will enjoy it. And you deserve it. I think it's so much harder. I know there's a lot of dads that stay at home and, and the roles reverse now. So I, I, I know that things have changed a lot. But I do think that when women, I was thinking about this this morning, that when women have children, it is ultimately their life on the whole, on the majority, yeah. that changes more than the man's. Yeah. You know, yeah. they might I have a the few husband would admit that and, his life yeah. pretty yeah. much stayed the same, definitely yeah. with the twins. He went back to work after four days. I'd had a C-section. I should have been recovering. But I was up and about and looking after these twins, mm-hmm. four days old, all up through the night, feeding, changing everything. 
I'd done it all and I, and I, I didn't let, I barely let him near them, to be honest. It, it was probably my fault. Uh, by the time we had the third one, I was like, right, come on, love, you can do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, You're getting yeah. tired. Go. <laughs> but yeah, no, but just with the going out thing. So it's been, I have counted, I think this is my um, 68th night <laughs> without going out oh. so, <laughs> I'll, I'll triple that right, without going out so yeah but okay. I waited years so yeah. tomorrow I'm going to an awards in Dublin and I'm going to have a full night sleep on my own in a hotel and that is something that Lovely. in the past it would have filled me with dread but now I'm thinking actually you know it's been months this is um, progress yeah. this is progress yeah, yeah. I'm going to go and yeah. I'm going to enjoy it and there will be selfies all over Instagram yeah. good I want to see this yeah. And congratulations with you as as a fitness guru myself. Congratulations! Oh, thank with you that so much. Well, Do you know what? I just think it's so important. I absolutely love it. And and one of the messages I get so much is, "Where do you even find the energy?" And the answer is, "I don't know." Uh, but, but you know I do what? It anyway. Doing it gives you energy, doesn't <laughs> it, it? Does, Ironically, it, does. it, it does. makes you feel so much better. So much yeah. better to face the day. Yeah, and it's, it, it's for, for you. And those are those yeah. little nuggets of time where yeah. if you can do something for you, yeah, uh, that often also benefits you mm. as yeah. well. And it's not just maybe going out and getting and absolutely And you can fit armor. it in. Yeah, uh, it's it's good. Yeah, yeah it's I think, uh, I think, yeah. Well, when you arrived, we mentioned the app, obviously, when we were putting the kettle on, and you were saying a lot of people think, oh, I'm at the gym and I've got a personal trainer yeah. and I do this and that, but actually... I do most of it at home on my own because yeah. it's easier and it fits in with your kids. routine. And yeah. yeah, I mean, well, like as I've said a few times, I didn't leave the children. I, I wouldn't have even left them to go to a doctor's appointment. I'd have took them with her. So I, I wouldn't go to a gym. So now I do whilst they're at school. But when they're at home, I've got no other choice but to exercise at home. So I'll do it when they're asleep. Um, so the first fitness plan I've done is one that you can use at the gym so you don't need a personal trainer you don't need to book in with anyone mm-hmm. you can fit it in at your own time and then the second one I've done um, is an at home fitness plan which is completely different training but oh my god it is so exhausting mm. I love it I love it I love that I can fit it in around the children So I said to Christine oh, I always do it in the morning and I can't at the minute you know it's not worked and she went a lot of people excuse. say that she basically me. said that's an excuse you just Kelly. need to do it at night or when, when yeah. Heath naps you but know? also yeah. Kelly you'll be going to. out like at night a lot now because obviously <laughs> we're going to get you, <laughs> you know, alive we do a hot mess mum's yeah. event no yeah. we do don't we yeah. with drinks and everything and with that ethos of get getting women together and getting them away from and we get will say there. no kids to that I and, know and no asked. discussions no talk about kids when you get there yeah I'm just nothing. saying it's a good thing but can thing. I ask with your free time yeah what are you doing good question are you Thank watching you. television because you know I'm a televarian so oh yeah I'm going to talk about that yeah. I love so, that well, I'm I'm Thursdays or oh, Thursdays or Fridays we do the podcast last Friday we were in London so and it was a lovely day it was yeah. great so that yeah. was a good day out for me do you watch a lot of television do you know yeah and I sleep so last Thursday I had an empty day Heath was at nursery just Thursdays and Fridays I went and had a massage which was lovely and I came oh, home nice. <laughs> I, I know and I went to bed That's it. at 11 and I didn't I got up at half too before I picked my daughter up from school because I was so tired because he'd not been sleeping all I wanted to do was go to bed so that's what I did yeah we've got to change this but not by watching TV not by watching TV and I'm all for being a televarian so what is this yeah. how did it yeah. happen why did you just decide because your husband's obviously on yeah, TV a lot just, so that's why well yeah sorry Paddy can't get away from yeah. him he's everywhere he's on the yeah. it's everything <laughs> it was driving here he came on the radio oh. yeah <laughs> But yeah, um, no, so I'm a Televarian, which 
means I, I pretty much I don't waste any time watching telly that doesn't benefit my life or educate me or give me any anything good. kind of good or positive. Um, it just sort of happened. The, you know, this has been like well over a year now that I've barely watched telly. Um, oh. I'm just not a couch potato, don't want to be. And, you know, I'll flick the news on now and again for, you know, important things, what's going on in the world. But... Um, I did. I got. I got. Everyone was talking about Love Island last year. Oh, it had been on for oh, a couple of years. No, I'd, ne- yeah. I'd never watched no. it. I'd never watched it. So I thought, right, I'll see what all the fuss is about. I put it on, and I just saw how quickly it took over my life. Yeah. And that was an hour of every single night where I, I just thought I could be doing something, something really useful. And then I found myself on my phone seeing what they're all up to. And yeah. It, it just all what, what up, benefit is it? that yeah. given to my life? So I just totally. Turned it off. I don't watch it. I don't have it on. The I love children that. can watch telly, but for me, it I get absolutely no benefit. And at it kind all. of evolves, you know. I don't really watch TV. I mean, I do for people after interview or whatever, maybe. But if I, I only do that. I don't watch TV. Well, I don't watch do soaps. I don't watch. Well. Well. I am a televarian. a televarian. Can I use that? Of can I say? I've had a bit of an epiphany because <laughs> yeah. I'm a televarian. I'm going to get a t-shirt and I'm going to wear it. I am a Actually, I'm going to get you to wear it because you look do, much yeah. better in that t-shirt. Well, I think because I own it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Got the copyright. Yeah. But if I can, that would be great. Can I? Should I just put hashtag Christine McGuinness? Yes. Yeah. We can it trend. Yeah. You have to. You have to be great. Like the little line. And Christine quote back. Quote back. Yes. I will. Yeah. You yeah. can't own it. I know. You got. I can't. No. You've got to be careful this day and age, haven't you? Really but I, that it, it does evolve. It just happens. I think. Because I think I you, I've always got better things to do, and everyone's. Yeah. Exactly. Why don't you sit? And I always look at the sofa that is opposite the TV. I never sit in that sofa because I'm not watching you TV. You use it as your dressing room when you've got your lovely outfits oh, yeah. on. When you're doing stuff, she'll take a bit, and it's oh, her living room's gorgeous, and she it's always in her living room. Yeah. It's the pictures, so it's like your where you star yourself. My husband, when he's at home, he, I mean, the couch is moulded into the shape of his body. He loves telly and he sits for hours and hours to the point where it's fucking rude because yeah. he hasn't even said <laughs> hello, hello to me. Yeah. <laughs> but you know I what? It's his business, it. isn't it? I guess that's what he, you know. So. Do you know I, what? I think it's his time off. I think yeah, he just wants to switch, switch off. off. You just want a mom, yeah. don't you? Yeah, yeah. But he watches a film or a documentary. Mom, is that a word, it? mom? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Mom, like chill. You mean so? Chill. Is he a <laughs> televestite? No, that's not right. What would no. he be then? You're a televaria. What are the? Because I think what's happened in this day and age is that everything people tend to binge. Before yeah. you used to like maybe yeah. have a sprinkling of TV that you might do this on a Sunday night because everybody enjoyed watching that. Well, now you can just and get then the box sets. But now, oh well, yeah, he, yeah, he Binge watches series of things. Yeah, he doesn't just in. watch one hour of telly. He will watch a full series of yeah. something in yeah. one night. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's possible now as well with yeah, other yeah. sources of well, TV. Well, I was saying too, so if you watch you, this, if you watch yeah. that, you were like, no, no, no. Because no. no. it's all bingey, isn't it? I think I'm just all or nothing anyway. I think I've always been a bit yeah. like that. So I decided to become a pescatarian. Yeah. Um. So because I didn't want to completely cut out everything because I'm quite limited with what I eat mm. anyway. Um. So I'll still have fish, but... I was never big on meat. I, I used to eat chicken and turkey, but I'd, I've never eaten any red meat ever in my life. Um, so I just found it quite easy to just one day I decided, actually, I'm going to just be a pescatarian. And I've done it, and that's it. I just haven't thought. And it's the I same wish with I was alcohol. Like I've just gone, yeah, 13 years, no alcohol, not bothered, not interested. <laughs> I just, I am quite strong. Jenny doesn't minded. look very happy at that. <laughs> she's, she's got like this halo. halo. This is halo. It is, it's perfect. <laughs> no, it's no, perfect. I'm sitting here, everyone. I, can't, I feel a Love bit him. sick, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought I liked you, now you're going over the top. 
<laughs> Unless you give me the fact that I can say Talavaria. You want to use my Yeah, but you are lovely. You are lovely. You're like yeah. Cinderella's oh, coming in. I have two ugly sisters here. Oh, oh stop. No, it's no, fine. Sorry, I'm Kelly. You're not. No, no, no. You're no, not. No, no, we're her team. baby She's... is still young, and I was yeah. the same. Mine's oh, still in first class. I need to get a life, though. At 19. Yeah, yeah, your children are your Well, one's 11 and one's 19. Yeah, yeah. they're practically she raising themselves. She says all these themselves. things. Yeah. She gets to sit on a couch with <laughs> flipping Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh, yeah. Sylvester Stallone, Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she oh, still watch God. TV. She has a hard time. Yeah, but he's, yeah... Yeah. It's been so lovely having Honestly. you on. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And talking about everything, you know, and hearing all about your life as well. You're very inspirational, Christine. You oh, really are. Yeah. And I mean what you're I say about... You're too humble. What you say? You know, you're too humble. You, that, you, you take you it and go, I know I am. Yeah, <laughs> really yeah you do. And, pa- and Paddy might be, you know, top gear, but I'll tell you what, top, you're not, the woman behind top it all. Bird. Thank you so much. That's all it. Plates. Top gear, top, top bird. Thank you. Too right. He is a lucky, very, very lucky man. And your kids are are very lucky as well. You're a great mum. I think that I comes through lucky. so I much. I feel so lucky to have them. I wouldn't be me if it weren't for them. Well, it's lovely having you on. Thank you I so much. I feel Thanks inspired. Yeah, in lots of ways, actually. One, I need to get a life. <laughs> Two, <laughs> I need to stop watching telly. <laughs> Three, you want to do that app from home. <laughs> yeah, um, and get the uh, old fitness going at night time. I'm going to do it. Thank you Thanks, so much. Christy. And um, if people want to get hold of the app, the mm. new fitness app that you've launched, how do they do that? Uh, so you can go on my Instagram at Mrs. C. McGuinness and the link is in my bio. Brilliant. And we look forward to seeing you popping up now and again in Housewives yes. in Cheshire as well. Yes. Thank you, Christine. Thank you. Thanks, Thank ladies. You. Top bird. Everybody. Yay! The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. Thanks again to Brilly for sponsoring this episode of the Hot Mess Mums Club. Don't forget, you can go and get your 30-day trial period set up and give it a go for free. Brilly is an app designed to support children in their time and task management. It helps you set and stick to those all-important routines and develops your child's independence, decreases stress in the house and saves you time. Being able to set your kids' tasks during busy times of the day, like getting them ready for school, is brilliant. I've been able to keep Ava Lily on time through setting tasks and timescales for getting dressed, cleaning her teeth and getting her shoes on. And it's made such a difference in our house in the mornings because it is really stressful and I do get really frustrated nagging and trying to get everything done on time and get her to get it done on time. But using the app helps and it also makes it fun as well. So she enjoys it a bit more. It's especially brilliant for families who have children with special needs such as ADHD, ADD, autism and learning difficulties. It's developed by parents who know how important creating and sticking to routines are and they've really managed to help raise awareness about routine importance. You can find out more about the app online at brilly.com and you can download it from the App Store or Google Play.